0: Hmm.
1: and then I said supposing you brought the light inside the body which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way and then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute, and is there a way we can do something like that Uh, by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning. The President of the United States actually posed a threat to public safety. The President is acting like someone who is mad, someone who has gone temporarily insane, who is deranged. How can any adult
2: believe Seriously believe that he was saying, hey, people should inject Clorox into their body. I mean, I get wanting to believe that because you have a pre-existing
1: condition to believe the worst about everything that comes out of Trump's mouth. That was and continues to be, apparently, maybe the dumbest controversy we've had in recent years. (sighs) I don't know. Um, And uh, as Dr. Burks complained yesterday, it's eaten up three days of media time trying to get any information out other than that. If, Did if she you, have her weekend scarf on? You tell me if if you had been watching that live, what would you have been? What would you have you've taken away from that? That's funny. I can't remember if I was watching it live. I know I wasn't, but I heard the controversy first, and then when I heard the clips, I thought, well, there must have been more than that because that's not enough. Well, and listen, it I was not a great if, moment. If no, if yeah. I had watched that live, though, it wouldn't have crossed my mind to think that one. If one, I wouldn't have thought this is going to be a giant controversy. And, of course, I wouldn't have thought, you know, uh, I should try that Lysol thing. I don't know. Who, who even came up with the idea of Lysol? Yeah, I know. I know. Or bleach.
2: Yeah, nothing. like They weren't mentioned. And, uh, see, so even the president's staunchest defenders, I mean, the, the hardcore, uh, you, you were doing the, the show circuit over the weekend and Friday and saying, listen, that was not great. It was just Oh, I don't know what and, he was and, talking blah, blah, about. Blah. If- but <laughs> you would have to be profoundly mentally disabled. To have heard that and inject bleach in yourself. Well, you have to have
1: voices in your head to add well, right. to what he said. Right. Yes, Michael? Exactly. Here's an Illinois public official. I just want you to hear this okay. Injecting, ingesting, snorting household cleaners is dangerous. It is not advised and can be deadly. In the past two days, there's been a significant increase in calls to the Illinois Poison Center compared to this same time last year, associated with exposures to cleaning agents?
2: Well, I take two things from that. (laughs) Two clear lessons. Number one, she said nothing about suppositories. So I I think uh, rectal introduction of cleaning fluids is fine. An entire can of Lysol. because I just do everything I hear on the TV, or don't do, depending on how I'm instructed. <laughs> Secondly, that is such a gigantic canard. Robbie Suave, at Reason, did a nice job of undressing this idiocy. Uh She, like so many officials who wanted a good basis to bash Trump, and uh, you know what? He handed them the club to do it. Oh, sure. But they're comparing this year with last year. Calls to the poison control center for exposure, exposure to cleaning fluids. Can anybody think just play along in your, in your car or at home? Can you think of any reason people might be using more cleaning products this year than the same time last year? I'll bet you can. It's chairman cheese chinese bat disease that's right so yeah obviously people are just cleaning like lunatics it has nothing to do with the president rambling on about the, you know what he did and people injecting bleach please so God, my it's cur- just so stupid
1: and for days and days but so it seems to me that the, so the president says something convoluted and weird like i and i think if i'd have been watching live i'd have thought what the hell are you talking about dude right um and then that that would have been it um but then the media presents the whole he suggested injecting Lysol thing. Right. Then people started hearing that and thinking that's what he said. Right. And then it yeah, just it grew it came from a telephone. There. Right. Yeah. Exactly. What, a, what a weird controversy.
2: And, and meanwhile, you know, the Twitterverse goes insane with people saying, you know, please don't inject bleach into your eyeballs like anybody no, was about to do that. If you're the person
1: that would do it, you freaking idiot. and if any family member of mine did that i'd think oh that's so sad i didn't know they were so freaking stupid yeah yeah good lord well the The guy who drank the the, the aquarium cleaner is either either a moron or mentally ill or both which it's sad that he's a moron or mentally ill yeah something dumb
2: was gonna get that poor (laughs) son of a gun sooner or later right yeah yeah, and and as Dr. Burks pointed out, look, okay, we get it. He was rambling and weird, and and y'all don't want anybody to drink bleach. I think we've hammered
1: this long enough. We have actual information people need to hear. Now, I love the clip of if you've seen the clip where they zoom in on her while he's talking. I've yeah. watched it a thousand times, and, <laughs> and 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 she's thinking the same thing. I would have thought if I was watching it. What what are you talking about? What 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 are you? I don't even know what you're talking about. This is,
2: I would not want to play poker against that woman. I mean, she—you saw her eyes get a tiny bit wide. But so listen—that introduces my introduces my yeah, introduces my main theme, and that's people don't seem to like ambivalence, which I get. Meaning, two things or more than two things that are seemingly in opposition might be true. People just want simplicity. They want either Trump to be a hero or a fiend. The idea that sometimes Trump is right and his critics are wrong, sometimes his critics are right and he could have done better. People just hate that. And and the question of, all right, is this the worst disease we've ever faced and capable of killing millions, or is it just overblown and fake? And you got to come to terms with this if you can. It is a horrific disease that is capable of killing millions unthinkable numbers of people. And a lot of the government response has been heavy-handed, dumb, slow, one-size-fits-all-ish, when we could be doing a lot better and a lot more uh, tailored, a tailored approach to different states and different areas within those states. Both are true.
1: Well, here's a—I know people don't like that. Here's a good example. um uh, Washington Post with this headline, which just is moronic to me. Uh, the headline is "Social Distancing Could Last for Months." White House Coronavirus Coordinator says that's uh, Doctor Burke's scarf lady. Mm-hmm. Social distancing could last for months. Then underneath it says, "Comments came even as several governors said they were moving to relax some measures." And they present that as if that's a that's a conundrum. That's a, a contrast. How can wow. you possibly wrap your head around that conundrum? Or, or I like this headline. I saw it in house, half. A, who is that for? A child? I Social saw half distancing a, will last for months, and we're going to relax measures. Not right. but and. If yeah. you're a grown-up, I saw half a
2: dozen, uh, half a dozen different versions of. Some governors are talking about opening their states, even as cases rise, in right. other places, mostly in New York and New Jersey. Yes rural Oklahoma, parts of Georgia are discussing putting their people back to work even as there's an explosion in Philadelphia or whatever. How please do argue the other point of view for me.
1: I need to talk to somebody from the greatest generation. Find somebody of that age, you know, that 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 still has their uh, faculties together and remembers well. And say, did stupid things go on during like the Great Depression and World War II? Because I thought <laughs> I always assumed with the Greatest Generation in this giant crisis, you know, people get serious and the smart people would kind of rise to the top. But here mm. we are with, <laughs> no the, way. with the greatest <laughs> uh, catastrophe since then, and there's all kinds of just there's as much stupid ass flying around as there ever was. Yes, politicians doing greedy, stupid things. Media saying and doing greedy, stupid things to get clicks or whatever they're trying to do. It's just as bad as it ever
2: was. I think some of the particulars change, but human nature doesn't. It's disappointing. Yeah, it is. And and the other the, the truth that's the obvious truth that's left out of so much of the just fevered media reporting on these lunatic places, often run by Republicans who are trying to loosen up the restrictions that they ignore the fact that, look, if there's a resurgence in cases, everybody's going to say, oh, didn't work so well. Let's pull back everybody.
1: We got to reassess this. Oh, and and I you think, can turn on a dime. Oh, I think that would happen in an afternoon. Right. If the but they act came like, out. oh no, no, when these
2: lunatics start to liberalize their economies, what they're going to, you know, they're going to fill the basketball stadiums and everybody's going to attend naked and spit on each other. And, <laughs> and it's a permanent, you know, it's, what are you talking about? Everybody's aware of what's happening. And if suddenly there's an explosion of cases, for instance, in Oklahoma where Governor Stitt impressed me doing the talk shows yesterday, sharp guy. Now, I don't want to get sucked in because Scott Walker broke my heart. I was a talker for Walker back in 16, Um and then he just uh, went flat. But anyway, Stead impressed me. And if if things get
1: crazy in Oklahoma, he will turn things around. I'm looking at a picture of the beaches in California. I had read about it, but I hadn't actually seen the pictures. Wow. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people on the beach. Oh yeah, beaches. The beaches all up and down the west coast is was ninety some degrees. There's a lot of people that went out, and they're then they're close together too. Some of them. Yeah, uh, you know the whole. And there's so little data. I Everything's a question mark. I would go to the beach. I wouldn't have my towel next to all those people with my family. I prefer close. not to. Yeah, not that close. Yeah.
2: I wouldn't do it. You just. Uh, and again, we think we know this. And that's one of the frustrating aspects of this whole Chinese bat disease thing is that every time we think we know something, the next week it turns out it's not true or it's less true than we thought. But one of the things we think we know is it takes pretty good prolonged exposure to give you a really bad case of it. Um, and, and I just I don't
1: see that happening walking down a beach. No, heck no. Heck no. So, or, or playing golf for that matter or what have you. Um, uh, If you follow the Twitter, you know our household got a new puppy. I want to mention that. Also... Um, because God, God, puppies are a—that's uh, a thing. That's a thing. It's not a minor thing. when you introduce a puppy to your life? <laughs> no, um, it ain't. And uh, a guy lost a half million dollar game of rock paper scissors, and it's going to court. <laughs> <laughs> Among other things that are more important. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
1: has released The Last Dance, which follows Michael Jordan's last season with the Chicago Bulls. Unfortunately, the film ignores important questions like, why didn't Michael Jordan film that Haynes commercial with a Hitler mustache? <laughs> Nazi Germany. Hey, Sean, is there audio of this math teacher yelling kids at kids in the park, I hope you die a long, painful death? <laughs> if there is, I'll find it. Yeah, I think there's video. He looks deranged, screaming at kids in the park. I hope you die a long, painful death from coronavirus, he yells. Oh, my God. And glad you're a teacher, you friggin' nut
2: job. Well, I'd be deranged after about a year of teaching math, too, I think. I saw a handful of kids just completely uninterested in, in any of the uh, guidelines or anything. It's the nature of youth, I think. I'm not sure. going to scream at them that I want them to die, though. <laughs>
1: Um, I'm looking at this headline, North Korean media offers Kim Jong-un letter as proof he's still alive. No, a letter, that can't be faked. <laughs> he sent a thank you letter to the builders of a seaside resort on April 13th, and they held that up as a proof that he's alive, yeah, as you said.
2: Dear Seaside Resorts Incorporated, nice boy, job. did you do a nice job.
1: Signed, dear leader. <laughs>
2: still very alive, dear leader. Yes, not dead. P.S. I am not dead. <laughs>
1: Wow, it's interesting that he mentioned not being dead on the letter. <laughs> but look, it's dated. <laughs> so I guess so he's apparently still alive. he is with us, yes. It's, it's pretty interesting that Lindsey Graham says uh, he's almost certainly dead. What? Wow. Why would Lindsey Graham say that? I'm telling I, you, I think he's trying to draw Fathead out. I did a fair amount of reading about his sister, his alluring sister over the weekend. Lindsey Graham's sister? Or? No, no, Kim Jong-un's sister. Alluring. She scares uh, me to death. An attractive young woman. And uh, she's like 30 years old and looks to weigh like 105 pounds. And it's hard to imagine her being some mm. sort of evil world leader, although she's athletic could, build with with nuclear weapons. But, um, yeah, she did not get the same genetic makeup he did. Apparently or, not. Or he's
2: eaten all her food or she <laughs> or she's <laughs> she, like, you know, you got two dogs and one of them steals the
1: other one's food. Yeah, we have that problem. <laughs> one really fat dog and one thin dog. Um, you came up with audio of the, the math teacher screaming at the kids? Yeah, yeah. You want to hear You're, it? Yeah, oh yeah.
0: Get it through your thick head. You are the reason we are in this situation. You are the problem, not the solution. Go ahead, keep recording. Who are you going to show it to? You're the idiot doing the wrong thing. I'm just trying to save your ass and save your life. But die, okay? I hope both of you get the coronavirus.
1: You, you see the
2: whole a long, painful death, the whole go ahead and record this. Who you going to show it to thing? I'm in the right. You're really rolling. You're doing really great. But let's let's chart where you went a little off the rails. How about wishing children
1: long, painful death? Well, your tone shows you to be a maniac. Also, if you were yeah. talking in, in in normal tones, hey, go ahead and film me. I'm just letting you know you're doing something dangerous right now, being this close with a virus around. And indeed, the people you love, you could easily spread it to your mom, your dad, your grandma, your grandpa. Tone of voice shows you to be a crackpot. And then what even more shows you to be a crackpot is when you say to a bunch of children, I hope you die a slow, painful death. Can we make
0: a distinction between children and teens? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, back to the the theme of ambivalence there. Mm. She's right,
2: and she's unhinged. They're in the wrong, and they shouldn't have long, painful deaths. <laughs> Sometimes both things are true or not. Um, did you say you got a puppy?
0: uh yeah, yes, we have a puppy, a pug puppy. did you have to rebalance the goat to a uh, domestic
1: animals' ratio? <sighs> I don't know i'm not I'm not involved <laughs> in these decisions. um but yes, another puppy both, a pug up 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 uh yeah, has no name yet, has no name, she girl. Mm. Um, from some sort of championship lines, apparently, I'm being told. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. What is a
0: championship pug? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what <laughs> sort of championships do they engage in exactly? <laughs> Breathing like this.
2: <laughs> it is I've ex- never seen a dog lay on the couch so beautifully.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is an extraordinarily cute puppy, even by cute puppy standards. Tiny little puppies are just, they're so adorable, it's its like <laughs> they've got their own power. Man, that little metallic oh, yeah. puppy breath. What is he, What is that? I, oh their ability to just overwhelm you with cuteness.
2: My 20-year-old daughter's 21, I think your old friend, got a puppy and just posting pictures and cuddling. And oh, just everybody. Lived three days later, she said, I'm living a nightmare.
1: Oh, yeah, it's a nightmare. <laughs> Having a puppy is a nightmare. I would never do it again in my life if I had, if I had any say in no the matter. Hey, there are new symptoms you're supposed to look for for the corona. Did you know that? The CDC has added six new possible symptoms to look out for. Stay tuned for that.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong
1: and Getty Show. In just a second, there are new symptoms to look for whether or not you got the COVID, so stay tuned. Final thought on the puppy thing. Uh, I
2: will never have a puppy again as long as I live. If I had
1: my choice, that would be true for me.
2: Judy and I rescued Baxter Boy. And uh, the beauty of the dog rescue thing is it makes you sound noble. But it's mostly I just don't want to deal with a puppy. Right. So it's noble-looking laziness, it's which win, is win, absolutely win. right up my alley.
1: No, like oh. a, a two-year-old lab sounds fantastic to me.
2: Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he impressed me over the weekend. Perhaps he will impress you. This is the governor of Oklahoma
0: you have to go back and think about why we closed down in the first place. You know, I've issued 15 executive orders since March 15th when I first declared the state of emergency, but it was to build capacity in our hospitals to make sure we didn't overrun our healthcare system, it was to build supply for PPE, and it was to flatten the curve. The facts in our state are, March 30th, we had we peaked in hospitalizations with 560 across the state, Today, we have 300 across the state in our hospitals. And so we think it's time for a measured reopening. How do you argue against
2: that? The guy was impressive, just well-reasoned. He had a grasp of all the statistics relevant to his state. He had strategies, as he said, listen, it's going to be a tailored, uh, carefully measured reopening. There is no argument against that unless you're just one of the frantic Cassandras of the media who, for some reason, insist on blanket national policies. They get, I think, aroused, sexually
1: aroused by more power in D.C. It makes me nuts. Coming up, a guy lost a half-million-dollar game of rock, paper, scissors, and now it's going to court. I'll bet he went paper. But first idiots. You think that's a bad move, going paper? Oh, it, in the finals? Yeah, you can't. No, you can't. It's not like tic-tac-toe, where there's a couple of clear moves you make. Rock, paper, scissors is completely random, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> what is is strategy about what what is rock, is paper, just yanking scissors? yanking your chain? <laughs> well, there are strategies for tic-tac-toe. There yes. are a couple of moves you make off the bat that kind of set up the whole game from there on out. Mm. I wonder if in the court proceedings they will cover, hey, why does paper cover
0: rock anyways? That's that's a bunch of malarkey, isn't it? How does Wouldn't paper you have to have another rock, rock like on top of that to hold the paper down? Another if I'm in a battle away. with
1: somebody, I would take a rock over paper any day of the week. <laughs> yeah. I will the pen is mightier
2: than the sword.
1: <laughs> I will cave in your paper-holding head. <laughs> Um, yeah, beautiful. So there's some new uh, symptoms to look for. Didn't need this. Well, this is why it's important, because if you
2: disport these symptoms, you can get testing now.
1: CDC added six new possible symptoms of coronavirus, including chills and headache. OK, the CDC now recognizes chills, repeated shaking with chills, muscle pain, headache, sore throat and new loss of taste or smell as possible symptoms. Previously, they had just uh, included fever, cough, and shortness of breath. Okay. So now if you go to the doctor, they'll ask you about those other ones. Fantastic. And shortness of breath was tweaked to shortness of breath or difficulty breathing. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. And and listen. I've difficulty
1: breathing when I put on my shoes. Is that corona or just fattedness? (laughs) The
2: uh, couple of... uh weird, scary symptoms that are popping up really got my attention, and that's the blood clotting, Ugh. which is so strange. Um just and and they talk about even taking blood samples from these people. Normally they have a minute to handle the sample, get it into the test tube, seal it, blah, blah, blah. There are doctors reporting and and, and phlebotomists reporting the blood clotting as they put it in the test tube which leads to stroke and that sort of thing. And they're reporting more and more uh, patients of, of Chairman Xi's Chinese bat death uh, needing kidney dialysis for reasons that they still don't quite get. So, yeah, this this thing, uh, while I absolutely absolutely concede a lot of the national response has been overly broad, overly blunt, the rest of it kind of dumb and slow, it is also a really nasty, scary disease, which we do not have a grip on yet.
1: For a tiny number of people. The, the vast majority of people, and it might be 90-some percent, get zero to mild symptoms. But if you're in that category that gets them bad, it's horrifying. Right, yeah. Horrifying.
2: Which is scary. Oh, by the way, to the to the question of what percentage of people get what and die of what and who has it and what percentage of us have had it. The the big study, Stanford, uh, USC, those scientists that we talked about a lot last week, well, the peer review process of that uh, statistical study hadn't been really done, and that's happening now, and there are some pretty significant flaws, according to other scientists, with their methodology and just their math. So that whole, it might be 85 times higher, the number of people who've had it, now there are scientists seriously calling that stuff into question. So more question marks piled
1: on question marks. Okay. So uh, the U.S. is conducting one and a half to two million tests a week, Dr. Fauci said yesterday. Uh, He said that's only halfway to the level the nation needs. We probably should get up to twice that as we get into the next several weeks. We're probably going to double the amount of testing we do in the next couple of weeks. Of course, they've been saying that for three months.
2: And that testing will lead us to
1: safety and happiness. Well, I don't know. Or not. Or not. Um uh, buh, 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 buh. but so I I I have been thinking all along we've been saying a lot on this show testing 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 we need to get testing. I saw somebody push back against up against that over the weekend, one of the doctors saying, testing is not going to be the uh, you know the the great savior that so many of us think about uh, because at least in his current state, like if I went and got tested today, I stop at the, you know, the, the circle eight on the, uh, circle K on the way home to get gas and a slurpee. Now I may have gotten it. So, right. The, you can get it so quickly, so easily. The, all that did is tell me, it doesn't even tell me that I didn't have it at the time because you can have it and the symptoms don't show up in a test for like a week, they think. That this- like the microbe doesn't show up in it or the antibodies
2: or whatever. yeah you don't so the you test
1: can be negative even though you're positive cor- correct you can okay. have it in test negative and then you could catch it immediately after you got your test results back so it doesn't doesn't do quite as much as uh, as we were hoping I don't know it seems like if you did enough of them though what if I test myself once a week for the next right. six months?
2: Right, yeah. And then the minute you get a positive, you self-isolate, yeah. you call all your friends and say,
0: hey, get tested again, the rest of it. That would have to be helpful. I, you would think so. I don't know if it, it moves the needle in terms of policy, but in terms of individuals being comfortable to go engage in the economy once it's open again, I think testing is huge. Yeah, yeah. Well, if, I'm, I'm, there's I'm there's unlikely any... to get it. I'm practically impossible. Give me just a second. Mm. Mm, just drank a little more
2: bleach. <laughs> I'm uh, self-administering the cleaning products the president suggested, so I will not be. Because that
1: is what he said. If you didn't hear the press conference, he yes. said, "Inject Lysol into your body and drink exactly. bleach." Exactly. Uh,
2: but yeah, Tide pod suppositories.
1: <laughs> I wonder if the problem is there's just no chance we're ever going to have the kind of testing you were just mentioning, Sean. Clearly, if we had that, the world would change today. But I just wonder if that's just completely unrealistic. For all kinds of different If ways.
0: it is, I would like to hear learned people discuss why that's such an unrealistic thing.
1: Probably cost to start
0: with. You know, yeah, I'll bet we could deal with that because once you
2: have uh, the capacity geared up to mass produce this stuff, uh, I think it'd be, you know, pretty, pretty cheap. The problem is, as I understand it, the reactant chemicals, the stuff you got to smear on the swab or whatever you're using uh, to get your result. There's a severe shortage of that stuff.
1: But if we say we get past this and we kind of feel like it's over and things are normal-ish whenever yes. that happens this summer or the fall or whatever. And someday it will, folks. Don't forget. Then, when, then when somebody goes to the hospital, an old person goes to the hospital and dies and they figure out that they had it, then what happens? Does that whole town shut down? Does everybody go crazy figuring out where that person was and touched and... Does every person at that hospital have to lock down for two weeks and everybody in the neighborhood where they lived? And I wonder I wonder how you you stop it from spreading again. Well, I don't it depends quite underst- where we are on the I don't vaccine under- trail.
0: Yeah, it's treatment and vaccine are that point. In the scenario where we are, quote-unquote, past this, I'm assuming there's some sort of knowable treatment and we're a lot closer to the vaccine.
1: But without the treatment... Wouldn't it just be? Oh my God, we're off to the races
0: again! It, it'd be contact tracing and isolation and, right. and, and and localized things along those lines. And and you
2: would. Uh, there will probably be something akin to the rainbow of doom, where in your county or your metropolitan area, you're you're at a one, two, or three. And uh, you know we were at a one, but we've had five cases over here, so we've now moved to level two. Everybody drags their mask back out and. And you cancel the high school basketball games or whatever. I you know,
1: I, I, I don't, don't know. think I'm going to wear a mask for the rest of my life. Uh, I'll bet some people do. I don't know if I'll ever grab a door handle with my bare hand again in my life, though. You're just going to stand out there and wait till somebody else comes along, <laughs> or paper towel, or oh, I see, yeah. Put my sleeve over my hand like I've been just doing. That rock sort of a thing.
0: paper towel roll like a fanny pack. You just rip them off as you go through doors, or you just throw a big rock through the window. And walk in. I'm not touching that door.
1: I'll have that. Uh, That's I'll have, dangerous. I'll have that towel hanging down from my waist like quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I will use open doors with. Good idea. <laughs> the whole, but the, the the it drives me crazy. Now I got criticized last week for being too uh, too worried about the disease. It's not. It's not how worried I am about the disease. It's the I have always hated phoniness. I'm like Holden Caulfield this way from Catcher in the Rye. I hate phoniness, and so much of the gloves thing and what they're doing at restaurants is completely phony. I was in the line. I won't mention the restaurant because it's not their fault. But I was in line for one of your popular fast food restaurants. Was in line. I watched the woman stick her hand out, her gloved hand, and take like five credit cards in the cars before me, then take mine. Hand it back then, to me. Right. Grab my food and hand it to me. Here's your drinks. Here's your fries. All with the same hand from a five ha- five credit oh, cards. She don't touched. worry about it. She has gloves on. Well, but it's just it's <laughs> phony. I'm not that scared of it. I'm just saying it's phony. So let's not pretend that that business gets to be open because they're doing they're gloved or that that's helping anybody. It's it's completely phony. It
2: might be protecting her as long as she keeps her hands away from her
1: face. Right, but it's doing right. nothing for the patrons. I just touched. All five credit cards in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. So don't pretend that's not not happening. I watched her. She's not changing gloves after each credit card she grabs. I also noticed that one of the businesses that I'd been going to for weeks, the pet store, who'd been wiping everything down after every human being has stopped doing that. I don't know if they ran out of. Lysol, or they just got tired of doing it, or whatever. They just they just quit doing it now. Yeah, we figured what the hell. Good now everybody's to touching win. the credit card thing again, which well, just fine. I didn't I didn't mm-hmm. run out of there screaming or anything like that, but just yeah, the catcher. A lot, be relaxing.
0: a lot of it is like boxing. Rule number one: protect yourself at all times. And if we all do that, that's going to do a lot to dampen the spreads.
1: Yeah, but don't you think most people think the gloves on the person at the fast food is to, for, to help them? Uh, there's a lot of. I actually it don't. It just looks like a precaution. It's the I illusion actually- of security.
0: It's the gated community of, of retail.
1: Yeah. 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 It's the little lock thing on your screen door. Yeah. yeah. That's not stopping a burglar. <laughs> but a child could kick open. Exactly. Yeah, the
0: catcher anyway.
2: in the rye, the pitcher in the oats, the shortstop over there on the barley, I miss baseball. It <laughs> ought to be playoff basketball time oh, right now. God dang you. I'm missing the NBA Chairman playoffs. G, I hate I already hated you. <laughs> and now I hate you with a more burning nasty hate yeah.
1: than ever LeBron before. LeBron was going to get another Finals MVP, man. We're going to miss out on that. Um uh the rock paper scissors game I wanted to get to. I had another good thing I wanted to I know there's a good one. My county has now made masks mandatory as of uh, 8 o'clock this morning. Mandatory masks where I live now. Can't go oh. anywhere without a mask. Do
0: they say a, or what
1: in, in the release? Is you know, I don't a think there finer, is an or what. I think a tasing. I think they tase you right there, right where you're little standing. little stick work. little stick work. <laughs> you will take. Uh, we'll get out the baton and hit you once right on the neck <laughs> if you're not wearing a mask. Just Somebody's going to hit us in the neck if we don't take a break. So. Just a heads up. Yeah.
2: The Armstrong and Getty
1: Show. Hi, everyone. We're Kathy and Susanna Ann Helen from Bartonson's Grocery Store. As you know, staples like chicken, milk, and bread have been flying off the shelves. That's why we wanted to alert you to some items that, despite the pandemic, we still have an absolute abundance. At Bartonson's, there are some things we can always guarantee. Dedication,
0: customer service, and the availability of certain items that we will never not have. Like Ukrainian yogurt. Pepto-Bismol Oreos. Paper. soup
1: and dasani water now vegetarian
0: so consider adding these new favorites to your shopping list
1: we want to give you what you want but first we need you to buy what we have
0: from your friends at Bartonson's grocery store
1: yeah
2: peep soup got a good laugh out of me it's like when we were on
1: amazon pantry and the only thing they had was like one can of manwich
2: (laughs) buy it quick Jack, the pandemic has totally transformed the way the world eats. Has it? Avocados are in. Pork bellies are out. Stay tuned. Okay. Actually, I was having a sober exchange with a farmer friend of mine who says getting inputs and in fertilizer and stuff like that is getting increasingly difficult. He said, if you want to know what a worldwide food shortage would look like, that's how it would start.
1: Holy crap.
2: Yeah, let's, let's hope uh, ways are found uh, around that possibility. Meanwhile, buy lots of avocados. This might be my favorite story of the week. It's rather early in the week, I get, but there's a lawsuit going on in Portlandia in which a big, tough, mean Antifa member is suing his grandmammy over a dispute uh, over his uh, rent check. His grandma rents him his crappy apartment And they've had to dispute, so this big, tough Marxist, Austin Goodrich, 22, is suing his property manager and landlord, who happens to be his grandmammy. The lawsuit seeks damages for Goodrich feeling overwhelmingly violated and vulnerable because evidently his grandmammy found out he had a relief check coming and said, hey, I know you're about to get a relief check. Can you pay some of your rent, you deadbeat? And uh, so he's suing her for that. This big, tough Antifa member.
1: You can sue on uh, the grounds that you made me feel vulnerable? Well, she dug into his
2: personal business, he says. Mm. Now, he says, I do not have a relationship. Uh, She's not really my grandmammy. She's just my uh, landlord. Uh, Although that's an odd coincidence, isn't it? Of all the places you can rent in the Portland metropolitan area, you would end up at your grandmammy's. But... He says, I do not have a relationship with my father's side of the family. No, I'm sure you don't, because the entire family says you have let your Childlike, childlike your boyish, the, the chutzpah of youth, the overconfidence and enthusiasm of youth leads you not into a long-haired rock and roll band or lecturing people on this president or that politician. No, you've decided you're so self-righteous and so smart, you get to cave people's heads in. And so the entire family, Austin, is so ashamed of you. And how foolish and stupid and dangerous you've become, they don't want to have anything to do with you. Meanwhile, you're such a pathetic loser piece of crap, even as you beat people up who don't think like you. You can't make your rent at your grandmammy's, and so you got a sewer. God, you're the sort of crap I scrape off the bottom of my shoe, Antifa. Y'all are pathetic. You're the worst sort of adolescent, overexcited dopes. This guy was part of beating people down who tried to just attend a college Republican's uh, activity at uh, Portland State last year. Big, tough, violent Antifa guy in a mask. Piece of garbage. Hey, we got a couple of texts. Oh, there's, there's video of him shouting at a, a uh,
1: rally, communism will win. Uh, we got a couple of texts on the whole, uh, I I don't know if I'll ever open a door again with my bare hands. Um We got this text, start uh, carrying a handkerchief to open doors like they did in the old movies. You can use it to signal a taxi. There are all kinds of advantages. That is true. People used to carry handkerchiefs all the time. And I remember seeing movies where they like whip them out to open a door or something. And gloves, dress gloves were popular for men and women for centuries. Is mm. that the reason they were popular? To not get germs when you touch things? Or was it just a fashion thing? I wonder, it, it could be,
2: it could be one of those fashion meets function things where, you know, people were gloved much more often. There had to be a reason for it. Yeah,
1: you would think so. Maybe the, the, the dress glove will make a return. And wow. I, I wear that all the time as I'm on my about and I take them off when I get to work. Then I put them back on when I head back out into the world. Wow. The, all the glove way up industry would love that. <laughs> I won't look like a weirdo at all. Well, if everybody's doing it. All right, exactly makes a comeback. Hey, the CBO released their projections on Friday about the economy for the next decade. Oh, I'll bet they're great. They're just grim. Finally, some good news. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it did. It came out on Friday afternoon, so you might not have heard it. Stay tuned. Oh, boy.
0: Armstrong and Getty.